Life Happens with Pinelo Mutine. Pinelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. Six minutes after two o'clock. Thank you so much for being with us and stay with us. Uh, today we we are really going to be paying a tribute to a woman who has contributed so much to the culture of this country, to arts and culture in this country. And I think many of you don't know that she she used to sing. She used to sing. And if if I'm going to try and see if we can't get her music. She, she and her husband, Des, used to sing. And they, in fact, used to tour a lot of, um, they used to do these massive tours and, and, do, and do a lot of uh, small dorpy uh, tours, music tours. And the, 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 the videos of those tours are just absolutely hilarious they, they you know they would have their bell bottoms and they would they'd be in a caravan in fact the caravan was the one thing that they used to carry on uh, with the whole time so really uh, such a great loss dawn lindberg uh, passing away there and i think it it does mark some sort of a really bitter end to to the year it really really is difficult to hear this the news of her passing so she's also the founder of the naledi theater awards and renowned uh, theatre awards and there's been a lot of talk around the awards not being um, respected um, and being juniorized that's a term that a lot of people have been using in general but the Naledi awards have have always stood as the awards to to you know to revere they really, really have been the one awards that have have had the kind of respect that is that is that is required in the industry. And they've, they've they, I mean, there was a bit of a wobble, a speed bump there at some point where they had to stop, but they've come back very, very strong, and they've remained quite influential in the industry. So losing her um, is going to be quite quite tragic for the Naledi Awards, Theatre Awards. I know that when she was able to put them back again, uh, it was such a victory for her. It really was tough to get them back again. And, and unfortunately, it was because there was just no money. There was no funding for the awards. And eventually, she managed to bring them back. So there was a bit of a hiatus there at some point. Um, but eventually, she managed to get them back on again and it really was a, a proud moment for her it was really really important um des um lindbergh and dawn lindbergh the founders of naledi theater awards we we pour our hearts out to des lindbergh at the moment as i said earlier you know one can't imagine dawn without des and the other way around too so one is really at the moment wondering how des is doing and we are told that he's completely distraught at the moment and we can fully understand that um, as somebody who who really spent most of his life with his life partner Dawn, it's really quite tragic to hear of her loss. So Silo Makigangube is a deputy chairperson of the Naledi Theatre Awards. He joins us now on the line. Silo, condolences to you and good afternoon. Hey, thank you, um, Pinello, and uh, thank you to the listeners. Yes, it is a very difficult day today. Mm. It really is a difficult day to today for us, you know, with the Naledi Awards. But I guess the country at large. You know, um, when I heard of the passing of Dawn, and I and I, in my mind I kept thinking, but 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 Dawn doesn't die. Dawn, Dawn lives forever. It's just one of those. Dawn doesn't age. Dawn doesn't die. How can Dawn die? Dawn is one of those people who one would imagine would be here forever and ever. Amen. What were your What were your thoughts when you, know. you heard? You know, when actually I just uh, I turned on the television just before I even know uh, what is it, 
uh, opened up my phone, uh, switched on my phone, and um, the thing I saw the, the you know the strip on the on TV. I don't know what they call that mm-hmm. strip, you know. And I saw breaking news. Mm-hmm. You know, Don Lindbeck, you know, has died due to COVID com- uh, whatever complications. Mm-hmm. And I just I was just gutted. Mm-hmm. It took the wind out of my sails. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, I even me, you know, I know I know, you know, I mean the past uh, few weeks, you know, to I mean couple of weeks he was not feeling well mm-hmm. and we constantly, you know, wishing her well. Mm-hmm. And then um, you know I, I couldn't see that in Dawn. Mm-hmm. Dawn was just this She's evergreen. She's evergreen. Evergreen. I mean, with a very up, you know, you know, up, um, you know, her walk <gasps> was always yep. brisk. And yep. you just, you know, she, you saw life mm. when you, you, you met with Dawn mm. and also her generosity of spirit. Mm. You know, I was even saying that, you know, I don't remember a, an opening night at many theaters that you would never see Dawn even before mm. he was, you know, he started running the Nanidi Awards. Mm. And my fondest memory of her was when uh, her and Dawn and, and Des, yeah, in, I was in London performing at the Riverside Studios. And, uh, you know, in fact, because uh, what happened was the night they came to watch the show, there was a blackout, you know, in the area of the Riverside Studio, but we performed the first act only. And when we were just about to go into the second act, that's when the blackout happened. And we constantly said, but you owe me half of that show, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because they only saw half and they had to leave the following day, you know. But that is the kind of person her and Do- and Des were. They constantly supported the theater. They were at the theater and they were pioneers mm-hmm. of breaking, mm. you know, the barriers of apartheid. Mm. You know, for me, this was a freedom fighter. Yeah. You know, he didn't hold an AK-47, but he had a cultural weapon that she used, uh, you know, to fight apartheid. You know, um, you are so correct in saying that she was a fighter because, as you said, broke so many barriers. And I think because um, they were so full of life and so fresh in their approach of doing things, one forgets the barriers that they broke. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the other time I reconnected them with the son of a performer that they had worked with in the Mikado, mm-hmm. and that is Clive Massinga, mm-hmm. uh, the son of Ben Massinga. You know, because when Clive told me that his father was Ben Massinga and performed in the Mikados, I went and told uh, Des and Dawn about it. And, uh, you know, they made the trip to come to Soweto to meet up with him. Hmm. You know, uh, recollecting the memories that they had with their father, with his father. Mm. And that is the kind of people that they were. And they were the first also even to come and watch plays in the township and even worked with black uh, performers. Mm. She will be sorely remembered. And her spirit of that lit the Naledi Awards, you know, and uh, may the Naledi Awards be the star that she will be, you know, and continue to be our guiding light. 
tell me about the importance of the Naledi Awards, Silo, because um, we know that there's a there was a bit of a hiatus there, and and it wasn't able to they weren't able to put up the awards for some time, and it it painted mm. it it painted dearly that suddenly this iconic um, feature in 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 the industry was not able to carry on. How significant were the Naledi Awards in theatre spaces? You know, for all the theater practitioners, the Naledi Awards was, I think, something to look up for, to look up to, and to, you know, work towards to. And uh, when there was that, you know, whatever opening, and there was this blankness that actors were performing and not being noticed for the great work that they do on the stages of, uh, you know, I mean, basically, you know, of South Africa, but mainly you know, you know, just how in Johannesburg, you know, and Don filled that vacuum um, and, you know, came up with an Aledi Award. It came, you know, there were bashings left, right and center, but ultimately, you know, things were got right and were, were gotten right. And she was, and the Naledi Awards are, are basically kind of uh, spread throughout the spectrum yeah. of, uh, of the theater. You know, even com- community theater, we're getting into the schools, um, theaters, they're, you know, embracing the fringe theaters. You know, uh, it, you know, she will be solely remembered. I'm gutted, actually. I really am. I, I, I understand that. And, and it makes so much sense that you would be, Silo, because um, as I said, you know, she was evergreen. You couldn't think about theater in this country without mm-hmm. thinking mm-hmm. about Not Dawn and her contribution. I remember um, a time when she did, as we were speaking now about breaking barriers, she brought mm. the vagina monologue. So at the time, I don't think anybody would imagine putting up a show where people show like were that. speaking about vaginas the whole time. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now you would, but not then. I just—it was so exactly. brave of her. It was so brave of her. No, I mean, I guess that just shows the pioneering spirit that she possessed at all, at all times, <laughs> you know. And uh, you know, and I think her biggest wish was to see the Naledi Awards being the National Theatre Awards. They you know? were, though, weren't they? I mean, in some way. In some way, yes. You know, in some way, yes. But, you know, I, I don't think they, you know, they would have been, they, they were, they are even at the position where they, you know, like they just, you know, we gather, we, we, we're covering the rest of, of the country. Mm. Because a lot is happening, you know, in, 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 in small ways in other parts of the country, mm. you know. I don't mm. know if you remember um, <laughs> when they used to tour as a, as a musical duo in their little caravan. And what memories are conjured I, I, up? <laughs> I, I, unfortunately, I mean, I never experienced them. I mean, already when I experienced them, they were, they were already in the theater. And the people, I mean, talk about the shows that used to put up every, you know, Sundays at, at their home, yes. you know. And I think the way they loved the theater, if ever, you know, they would just tend their house at theater for, every, you know, every day for people to come and see performances there. Oh, my goodness. You know, and, yeah. and my, my, my heart, my heart, Heart goes to do, uh, to death. Uh, to death. Yeah, to You know, it really goes to death. And I mean, to lose a friend mm. uh, working for oh man, 
A life oh, partner. Man. Truly a life partner. A life partner, it is, yes. Do, I mean, I look, I don't know if we know details yet of, of what um, the preparations are from the family. Do you have any news for us, Ilo? Not, not yet, not man. yet. Not yet. Uh, right. But I guess they, you know, they will be coming soon, you know, you know, and the sooner they, we, we get the, the details, mm. we will let people know. Thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. Silo Makigangube, Deputy Chairperson in this in this conversation. He's wearing his hat as Deputy Chairperson of the Naledi Theatre Awards. I'll be back with more. At SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. Thank you so much for staying with us, paying tribute to Dawn Lindbergh, uh, who passed away, unfortunately. Just, I think it's one of those times when, when you say the, 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 the word untimely, this feels very much for me like an untimely death. Yes, um, she wasn't very young, but really, you can't imagine. I just can't imagine Dawn Lindbergh dying. You just don't imagine her getting old. You don't imagine her dying. That's just how it is. Lisette Job um, is an award-winning theatre director and um, well-known theatre practitioner as well, joining us on the line to pay tribute to Dawn. Thank you so much for talking to us, Lisette. How are you? Um, Pimelo, I'm good. I won't lie. I am in shock. Mm-hmm. I'm in shock, yeah. Um, I think this year has been really challenging for all of us. And, you know, when the COVID pandemic came out, yes, we knew that there would be people who would die, but we've lost so many people, Mm. iconic people Mm. in this industry. Mm. And, you know, I remember there was a year when Dawn, I think, had fallen and broke her collarbone. Yes, yes. And, you know, she was in hospital and, you know, there was a threat that she might not make it to the Naledi Theatre Awards. Mm. And there she was, um, dressed up to the nine <laughs> and, uh, you know, arrived at the Theatre Awards. So you understand this is a woman who is a trooper, mm. a woman who is a survivor. Mm. And to wake up to these, you know, shocking news that she's gone is just, yeah. It, it takes one aback. It, it it must um you know hit you um personally because Dawn was a pioneer, particularly for women in in the theatre space. She she really stood side by side with with men, and and it must mean a lot to you because you know the struggle of how um you know it, women are always almost always just an afterthought of sorts in in specific roles, um in the theatre. How, how does her work? relate to how you've had to navigate your time in theatre? You know, I think one of the things that I will never forget, um, you know, and I think that's why I I take this quite personally, Mm. you know, and it it, it does hit me very hard, Mm. um, is when I came out with my directorial debut, Mm. When Follows Cry, you know, Dawn Outright acknowledged me, you Mm. know, Dawn Outright you know, I even remember after the award had been given and there were so many interviews of this first black woman who had won the Naledi Theatre Award for directing. Mm. So many people would put both Dawn and I on the same platform to do an interview because she recognized this young black woman who was charting, you know, was, was paving uncharted territory because, I, you know, and when Swallows Cry was a play with three black men mm. in it. You know, and as much as she had done the Naledi Theatre Awards with her husband, Des, you know, it always it was always her standing out as mm. this woman who is there at the forefront and breaking ground, you know, um, and, and, and being supportive. I mean, she never stopped coming to watch my plays. Mm. You know, I even remember 
you know, in fact, my, my last memory of Dawn was after Dead Tinder Society, mm. which I directed last year, um, end of the year, and before that was, you know, Brutal Legacy, where regardless of what work I was doing and where it stood within the, the award space or whether it would have gotten a nomination or not, she would always be there, you know. And it's, it's something so profound um, because I think the reality is we do know that the theatre space is still quite male-dominated. Mm-hmm. So it is always really beautiful to see these women that stand there and support and encourage and keep their head above water and reach out and will, you know, be so supportive of other women in the theatre space. What a loss. I really thank you so much for talking to us, Lissedi, and adding your voice to paying tribute to Dawn. Thank you very much and condolences to you as well. My pleasure. Thank you. The city job is an award-winning theatre director as also a phenomenal uh, theatre practitioner as well, paying tribute to Dawn Lindbergh, who passed on earlier on. Thank you so much for being with us. It's 2.30. Let's go to Utsi Saku for the latest in headlines.